Welcome. You are now aboard the Sub Club Submarine Spaceship. We will be your tour guides on a quantum journey to reprogram our subconscious minds. Please keep your arms and hands inside the subship at all times until you are safely docked in your castle's subship port upon arrival at heaven on earth. Thank you and enjoy the ride. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Brain Wash Yourself podcast. This is episode number four, which is going to be all about habits. And at the Brain Wash Yourself podcast, we enjoy discussing, learning, and sharing about infinite ways to improve upon every quantum aspect of our lives and of our beings. It is a place where we like to hack the matrix together, where we like to become more open and expanded together so that we can all live more joyous, pleasurable, creative, dynamic existences. So thank you so much for being here. My name is Annika, and I'm here with my beautiful, wonderful, magical co-hostess, Callista. Hello. <laughs> and we're so excited to talk to you about this topic today. So here we go. Hi, everybody. So we're talking about habits today, and thank you so much, Monica, for introducing the Brainwash Yourself podcast so beautifully. So those of us that listen and create the Brainwash Yourself podcast are in the sub club, where we reprogram our subconscious minds, and we listen to subliminal affirmations. We do Kundalini yoga. Well, pick and choose what resonates with you, but um, we invite you to join and we invite you into our subship, our spaceship submarine. And that's where we are right now. And it's a great place to have conversation. And today, like Annika said, we're talking about habits and, um, a lot of these tools and techniques that you use to reprogram your subconscious mind or just improve yourself and your life, your reality um, in general. Consistency is a huge part of it and commitment and devotion. And that's not any small task, but that is really challenging. And how many of us have had so many ideas of ways that we might want to improve and speaking for myself I know like I love room for improvement and it's so magical and inspiring and there's probably infinite ways I could improve but how am I gonna be I can't it's <laughs> I I don't know how to phrase this exactly but the consistency can be hard like looking back in the past okay for a specific example Nowadays, I've been getting up so early. This morning, I got up at 4.30 and I've been getting up at like 4.55-ish to do 5 a.m. Kundalini. And for years, I wanted to get up earlier. And um, it was so, so challenging. My brain was in theta waves. I wasn't consciously really making the decision to hit snooze to sleep in. Um, and so this concept of habits is really important because how do we build habits? How do we do something every day, no matter what it is, um, is what allows us to reprogram our subconscious mind and what allows us to show up in better ways and I love habits. I feel like there's so much to say about the concept of habits and there's so many great habits that I have instilled over the years that I love and so many tips and tricks about building habits. And I've watched a lot of YouTube videos about um, 
habits. And so I want to say I've never read these two books, like The Power of Habit and Atomic Habits. But if anything I end up saying in this podcast seems eerily similar to those books, I have seen a million people summarize those books. And I feel like they are highly recommended. I couldn't personally recommend them, but um, they're on my list. And I think that one of the most important things I've learned about habits is you really have to focus on one at a time. And now um, I have instilled, like looking back, I've instilled so many more good habits than I used to. And there was a period of, it seems like years when I was trying to instill a lot of these habits that I have now. And I was kind of just spinning out. It was chaotic. I try and do this habit one day, this habit the next. And none of them really stick. But if you pick just one to focus on every day, and if you mess up, just get back on the train the next day, that is really the only way that our mind can handle building habits. And another great tip and trick is I think it's called habit stacking. And what you do is you think of what you already do every day. Like, for example, um, getting out of bed, brushing your teeth, going to bed at night. If you go to work or have a commute, these things that happen every single day already add on your habit right before or after one of those things. So it's like a little trigger. So say you want to set the habit to drink more water, say, okay, every time before I leave the house for my commute to work, I'm going to drink a glass of water. And that is the habit I'm going to focus on for the next month, let's say, and just track your progress. And that is a good way to build a habit. And I felt that I was going to say one more thing really quick, but it is not coming back to being present for me right now, but we can come back to it. But Monica, (laughs) yeah, I just love it because when you talk, it sparks so many things for me. So thank you for your share. Uh, I think the overarching concept of habits is really interesting and really relevant to what we like to discuss and talk about and explore and share because when we are listening to subliminals or doing kundalini yoga, we're kind of doing a lot of work in what I feel like is the quantum realm, like kind of like the unseen. And it's like, I think we have to hit every single layer of our reality when we really want to make like, you know, or make the shifting as rapid and transformative, easy and fun for ourselves. So for example, like we're listening to subliminals, we're doing a little bit of Kundalini yoga, not that you have to do all these things. Like maybe you have one subliminal you listen to, and then you can also be like, okay, to, to do something reflective in my physical realm, I'm going to add a little habit that I'm going to start to implement because that's kind of hitting the 3d realm. And it's also saying like, okay, universe, like I'm going to meet you halfway. It's like that saying that like God helps those who help themselves. It's kind of like if in the subliminal space, you're kind of constructing your, unseen reality and it's like kind of like the energetic reality or like your mental reality in the habits you're like slowly implementing these things in your physical reality that can kind of like start creating more of the physical structure to like hold all of these changes that are occurring and kundalini is doing that kundalini yoga is doing that as well it's like uh, constructing, you know, your whole auric reality around you. It's constructing, you know, your radiant body, which brings things to you. It's reworking things in all of your mental bodies and so on, so on. And then these habits are beautiful ways where you're like, okay, I'm also going to take action in my life. And I think that the addition of little habits one by one and like not worrying about 
tomorrow being the person that like we always desired to be is such a beautiful way to stay in the present and also hold the vision of who you want to be and take like little action steps towards getting there every day. And when we first talked about doing this episode, we wanted to call it habits lead to quantum leaps. And I love this idea because it's kind of this notion that you start making these little changes every day. Um, and then eventually you just, one day you just find yourself in a new version of being, and you find yourself living a new reality that maybe has things that you had wanted before, or like you look at yourself and you're like, well, for a really long time, I felt like I maybe didn't really trust myself or like, I wasn't really confident about where I was going, or I didn't feel that successful in work. And now I look at myself and I like feel totally different. Like I am, happy about where I'm going. I feel like I know how to, you know, do all these different things that maybe you always wanted to do. So I think an interesting way to look at it or get started, um, which I'm sure, you know, we've all had our experience with implementing habits and the way that I like to think about it is who is it that like for fun, you know, for fun that like, I imagine myself being like who is that future version of myself that if you know if time technically isn't real in in the realm of quantum quantum physics that like already exists and what does she do what are her habits what does she do every day that's just like so easily and effortless for her and how does she act and those things are so easily and effortless for her because whoever I am right now started instilling tiny little habits, you know, like what does she do when she wakes up in the morning? Does she meditate before she looks at her phone? Does she drink lemon water before having whatever else she has to drink? Um, etc. you know, does she have a bedtime routine where she's not looking at blue light right before she goes to sleep? Does she have a day during the week where she, um, looks in at all of her finances and kind of maps things out for herself and, these little things one by one start constructing the reality around you of your future self. And it's like, these days are going to go by anyway, they're going to go by no matter what. So if we show up to these little things, it starts like really massively adding up and you can also make it fun for yourself. Like it can be, if it's, it sounds so boring to you to instill these little practical habits, you can totally make it a game. Like Calista, I believe was saying a couple episodes today that a lot of it, a lot of the resistance will be around self-concept. Like if you grow up thinking that you are a messy person or a lazy person, like you can literally try on a costume of, I get to pretend to to be whoever I want to be today. Like I can imagine myself as a character who is like, the kind of person who does whatever kind of things that like you think would be helpful to show up to in your life and do. And then it can be something that's more, yeah, fun, like putting on a character, putting on a new outfit and you're like, okay, I'm someone who would do all these things. And I am just going to play this character for the next however many weeks. And so I think that can be a way to make it fun, but these habits are, first of all, they will eventually bring you to a space uh, where they become effortless and that's the goal. And another beautiful thing about them is that it's kind of like us having love for ourselves and taking care of ourselves, being parents to our own selves. And, you know, just saying like, I love you so much that I don't want you to be stressed. I don't want you to be feeling bad about yourself. I don't want you to feel behind. I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. So I'm going to start doing these little things one by one. And I'm not going to get on your back about doing them all at once and then get upset at you when you can't show up to that because it's too big of a change for your like brain and your nervous system to comprehend. I'm just going to do one little thing 
at a time and trust that that's going to lead to me wanting to add something else. Cause I also think with the stacking of habits that like, once you kind of get one in there, you get more confident about like, Oh, I want to get another in there. And it becomes more fun rather than something that there's so much resistance. Uh, and there are other things that will be fun to say, but I feel called to pass it back to you for now and then we'll keep going. Okay, thank you so much. Wow, a lot of gems were just dropped. I feel my pen was moving a hundred miles an hour. Take <laughs> um, okay, so whew. one thing I was going to say, I remembered my, my third tip that I was going to say at the beginning, which is Go with the flow of your natural energy and everyone's different. So say like a lot of people love to shower first thing in the morning. And when you wake up, you're like, okay, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to shower first thing in the morning. And when you wake up, like getting yourself wet sounds like the worst thing in the world, like every single morning, like that is not where your energy is at first thing after waking up, like. Um, and maybe you are just hungry first thing in the morning. And it's like, maybe another habit you would rather implement down the road is like eating a healthy breakfast, but like you want to shower every morning, then you want to have breakfast. Then you want to like leave for work. It's like, maybe you should have breakfast, then shower because you're hungry when you wake up. And that sounds so basic, but for me, um, so much about habits is just building that awareness and like just seeing what is working and not working because the habits and the subconscious mind are so intertwined because so much of our habits, basically, well, all of our habits are subconscious. All of our habits are these subconscious tendencies that we do on autopilot. Like when your habits are what you do basically when you're on autopilot. And so sometimes when you're on autopilot, you're not, you're not even aware that you're doing it. And, um, you just want to build awareness of what's working and not working. Like when you start to implement a new habit, say you want to start or quitting a bad habit, say you want to stop. Why is it so hard at times to think of examples? Say like going you on your phone, right? When you wake up maybe say you want to stop um going on your phone right when you wake up okay wait now what was I saying oh no okay regardless so oh you might not even know how hard it is you're like oh I heard okay thank you that was a good example <laughs> we're back okay so you might hear how the benefits of not going on your phone right when you wake up and you're like oh I, I think I do tend to go on my phone right when I wake up I'm not going to do that anymore. You might not even realize how ingrained that habit is until you try and stop it. And like literally so many days go by and you still find yourself going on your phone right when you wake up and still find yourself going on your phone right when you wake up. But when that happens, I try and shift to like gratitude for the greater awareness. Cause even though it seems, it can seem like such a struggle and it seems like it's harder than ever. And like, maybe it's just like getting worse. I don't know, but, um, really you're a step ahead of when you just weren't even aware of what's going on. And awareness is the first step and shame and guilt is like a roadblock on your path. Like there's things there's room for improvement and there's things that we can change. But when we feel shame and guilt about those things, it's very, very paralyzing. And so when we feel gratitude for the awareness and we feel inspired by our room for improvement. And one thing I love to think, well, let me finish my thought or to myself, <laughs> I'll let myself finish my thought. But um, when we are inspired by our room for improvement and grateful for the awareness, then it just eliminates that roadblock of the shame and guilt. And we can just keep showing up every day and keep seeing what happens, keep observing without judgment, what resistance is coming up and like, keep giving ourselves a pat on the back when we do maybe wake up and just go to the kitchen, get a glass of water first, 
read a page of our book first. Whatever we want to do. And one thing that I almost interrupted myself so rudely and said was like when I first um, started kind of my self-improvement journey, it was so, so magical. I became so addicted to self-improvement. And I think, I think in a really healthy way. And what I realized was self-improvement is basically like life improvement. And it's kind of like Annika said, when you act as if you're that person who um, has achieved your goals, then you basically become that person and you have the life that type of person would have. So instead of having the type of life that a disorganized, undisciplined person has where I always felt like I was broke. I was always running late. Like sometimes I felt like I just looked a mess because I like didn't manage my time well enough to get ready for things. It's like, then when I have the awareness of how I don't really like how these things make me feel, I can just like observe without judgment how I'm showing up and just one at a time kind of see where my energy naturally likes to flow to just kind of gently correct these things. Then I become the type of person who you know, shows up on time, looks presentable, has money to spend, and it's a better experience. Your life is like so much improved. So it's kind of an example of how our external life is such a reflection of the internal. And the internal is just such a more potent place to start because we have so much more awareness. We have so much more potential for, um, we have so much more influence and just over our own internal sphere. Um, you can't always control like events, other people, but you can always control your reaction, for example. That's basically a cliche. But, um, and it's kind of like you keep, you start to keep these promises to yourself, which is basically like a keystone of, confidence and a key like a cornerstone of self-esteem and that's not even me speaking really from my experience I feel like I've heard that as being um a a fairly well-known concept that if you can just sometimes we like break so many promises to ourselves that we don't even notice like I'm gonna get up at this time in the morning but then we sleep in like oh I'll do my homework on time tonight. And then we procrastinate again. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow night. Procrastinate again. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow night. And it just becomes like a lifestyle for years. And it's like, if you can just make one small point and maybe like for me for years, like I really feel like doing my homework would have been a kind of a hard promise for me to keep. But if I'm going to make a small promise to myself, that seems easy. Like tomorrow I'm going to drink a glass of water like before I have the first bite of my breakfast then I do it it like builds my confidence and it builds my self-esteem and um yeah it's like what Annika was saying it's an act of self-love and an act of self-care and what we do our actions like reflect in how we feel. And when we, for example, if we have a habit of our skincare routine, we, through doing that every day, are kind of telling ourselves through our actions that we are worthy of our own time and like our body's health and just taking care of ourselves and maintaining ourselves is a priority for us. Cause if we're not going to do it, no one else is. And so it's just a good place to start to show yourself that someone's there for you. It's just a good way to be there for yourself. And, um, I loved 
what you said about when something is a habit, it just becomes effortless because once you start to do these things, like it's not a challenge forever. Like you work on this one habit and then once it's effortless and like, you can't even imagine going a day without doing it. It's not like, oh, then you add your next habit and now you're trying to hydrate and stay off your phone every morning. It's like, no, now you would never go on your phone in the morning. Like it's not in your, it's not in your system. You only have to focus on hydrating first thing in the morning or whatever you may have. And last thing I'll say for now, I also loved what you saying, what you said about thinking of it as a game. And when you first said that, I loved what you said about like playing a character, acting as if, but when you first said thinking of it as a game, I didn't even think that's what you meant. I thought you were going to say like thinking of life as a video game. And it's like, think of like, I think it's Mario who goes around and gets like the stars and it's like, you get points. It's like, think of all these little things in your day, like these little habits or these little self-care things you could do as um, little gold stars and points you can get. And you can go around and just like hit as many as you can. And it's like points, 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 points in your little video game of life. And the more you get, like the closer you get to the next level and the closer you get to the next level. And um, yeah, it's fun. I love that. That's so cute. (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry. But I also wanted to, if you feel called and you went into it a little bit, talking about the title of the episode, like how does it lead to quantum leaps? And you went into it a little bit talking about time not possibly being real when it comes Mm -hmm. to quantum physics. And so I was hoping you could expand more on just the meaning of the word quantum, if you felt called yes, to do so. Yes, yes. I actually like want to look up like the legitimate definition for quantum, but I would love to share how I view it and what I think about it. We're looking oh, at interesting, interesting. <laughs> okay. These are all super scientific. So um, if you're a science nerd, get at me, get in our inbox, tell me what you think. I am happy to always learn more, but this is how I think about it. So um, Newtonian physics is basically, I, from what I understand, the scientific, the like foundational scientific theory that like we have been going off for a really long time. And it kind of has to do with things being more linear and progress being more linear and also has to do with, I think, oh, I wish I had brushed up on this a little bit beforehand, but I would love to talk about it more at a later episode. Um, One second follows the other, like there's the year 1990, then the year 1991, then the year 92. Totally. And then it also has to do with the fact that matter um, and energy are kind of like two separate things and that matter is solid and like our table is solid and all of these kinds of things. Whereas quantum physics kind of has to do with the fact that like, when you go down all the way, I think to the level of like an electron, um, or you go like really deeply into the atom, what you find there is that the, the like smallest particle there might actually be even smaller particles now though, but they act both as a piece, like both as solid matter, like a particle and as a wave. So it is both energy and it is matter and it can change and shift based upon our observation. And so it's kind of this idea that our reality is more malleable than we think and our conscious awareness um, and what we are observing and desire to observe can change the physical reality around us in a easier way than we think and more quickly than we think because it's not as solid as we think. But when it has to do with like a quantum leap, quantum I think is just like describes and quantum physics beyond like the Newtonian physics, like discoveries that have been made, but beyond the Newtonian physics, which 
One is that when you go all the way down, I think into the atom, eventually what you find is mostly empty space, which means that pretty much we are all energy and that is so changeable. And the idea of like a quantum leap versus like linear progress and change is that linear progress and change would be like, okay, so I, um, you know, it'd be like one step after the other, whereas quantum would be like, okay, so maybe I instill a habit every day. And then after like a certain amount of time, not only do I reflect the kind of being who like has this habit in my field, but I actually have quantum leaped into a vastly different version of myself. Like it literally, like you're doing this habit every day. And then one day it's like, you're just kind of like a new person and you're like, oh my gosh, how did I get here? I have changed so much. And, and you were just kind of like, doing a little habit every day, but it was doing so much more to you than you think it would. It was doing so much more for you than just like giving your brain, like some time to reset in the morning by not going on your phone. Like it was doing things beyond what you could even conceive of. And so I think that it's a fun thing to think about when you, um, or thinking about all these things that you can be instilling in your life from subliminals to Kundalini yoga, to actual little habits that you uh, consciously try to create in your reality is that like, you can take away at these little things and focus on your present reality and what you can improve in your present reality, hold the vision of this future self that is already you. Um, while you're like on your way to meet him or her and know that like, it's not, it doesn't have to take as long as you think it will. Like you just keep showing up to the moment and eventually you're just gonna, you, you have the potential to just quantum leap there. And what I said before about, um, your future self already exists. There are concepts in quantum physics that time doesn't even exist and that all timelines are existing at once. So um, it's not like time isn't actually linear. Like all of your past selves, um, all of your future selves are existing right now. So what you're doing is shifting your own frequency, which can be done through things like subliminals, habits, Kundalini yoga, like habits are actually shifting your frequency. Um, and what, yeah, what you're doing when you're implementing these things is shifting your frequency, you're shifting who you are, you're shifting your point of attraction, you're shifting your self-concept to align with that future self that already exists and that you're calling in and that you want to embody. And I, I hope, I hope that um, explains kind of the way that I think about it. I know I, I didn't get super technical because it's not as much my thing, even though I do find it interesting. Um, but one, so one quote I love, it's like, a quote from The Alchemist, which is far and away my favorite book. Uh, and it is, the secret here is in the present. If you pay attention to the present, you can improve upon it. And if you improve upon the present, what comes later will also be better. And I think that is such a beautiful way to think about making little shifts in your life. And every moment that we're in right now, it's kind of like the only moment, like our past is just memories and our future is just visions. And I think it can, it can be important to reflect on the past to kind of discover what changes you want to make and to have a vision for the future. So you kind of have this aim that you're projecting towards and that you're aligning your habits and your practices and your um, desires towards so that you can make yourself the magnet for those things. Um, but really the juice is in the present. It's like, what are you really going to do today? Like, how are you really going to chop your wood and carry your water? And uh, I'm super excited to dive into that proverb in a later episode, but uh, that is kind of what it's all about because eventually your present becomes your future and our habits like really shape who we are and who we become. And like, I remember that I was talking about, uh, 
posture with my chiropractor because like post-college I've just been so like had so much more of like my neck is a little bit like forward and I, I feel like hunched and it is something that I really want to change and want to work on and he was basically talking about like, he's like yeah if we like open up the chest and like pull back the shoulders and we like fix your posture and like bring your chin more tucked and then bring your head back he was like because this hunching it like causes um jaw clenching and I clench my jaw all the time and he was like your face will literally change because your jaw muscles are like really pronounced because they work so hard because when you hunch over it causes like jaw clenching and you know it's like one thing affects the other and affects the other he was like your whole face will change like you'll get taller he was like your appearance will be different he was like our habits literally become us and this goes as far as into influencing our physical appearance which um, I think has so much to do with our, like the energy, like it's all connected, like me hunching and like leaning my head forward. Like that's an energy. It's kind of like closed off. It's kind of, um, like almost protecting myself from the world versus like being open, being confident, being tall, being regal. And like that also then reflecting my physical appearance in other positive ways. It's kind of like all of these realms affect each other. Uh, so yeah, that's what I'll say about that. And then I also wanted to talk about the fact that sometimes um, implementing habits and like the success that we have with making these small shifts in our life. I loved what you were saying, Calista, about how like building our confidence is really important and that can happen through small steps one after another. and. Another thing that can be really helpful is doing a little bit of kundalini yoga every day as your first habit. If you feel like you don't have the energy to want to make changes in your life, because sometimes wanting to make changes and wanting to uh, do something that eventually is going to get us into a better feeling state and a more confident, happy place requires energy, like life force energy. It requires prana and it requires an open system for that like inspiration to come through because inspiration, I think is just like life force energy flowing through us. And I feel like if we were all healthy and open, we'd be like constantly inspired, constantly creating. And sometimes we just need a little bit more prana, which is life force energy. And I would say that a really easy practice to implement is breath of fire. If you want to implement a little breath practice every day, that's going to start giving you more energy. You can even just start doing it for, I would say one to three minutes. And you could even work up like the first week, do one minute, the second week, do two minutes and the third week, do three minutes. And in Kundalini yoga, the breath of fire is uh, an equal inhale, exhale through the nose while pumping your navel on the exhale. And you can do it slower or more rapid depending upon what feels good for you. But it basically sounds like this. And you can also look up how to do it online. We can link something in the show notes, but if you feel like you need like a little more gas in the engine to get yourself to a place where you can start um, implementing habits on top of that, that will take you somewhere else. I think that's a really good place to start because that's really helped me uh, have more energy to desire to make other changes in my life. Amazing. Um, thank you for diving into the con the concept the concept of quantum um I think it's fun to have someone on too who like really knows this stuff through and through I like have a couple of people in mind so okay yeah I love that um it reminds me too of like the hologram reality theory where like apparently the way a hologram works is like you can take a tiny little millimeter section of a huge hologram and in that millimeter section will be the pattern of 
the entire hologram. Like you could recreate the whole hologram huge again, just by basically blowing up that tiny, tiny section. Like every little piece is basically a microcosm of the bigger piece. And like the theory is that is our whole universe and like how it works. And um, that's why like, we are just a microcosm of the external reality and all of our shifts like reflect just a theory and a food for thought, but um, okay. I loved so much of everything you said. Like, I loved what your chiropractor said about how like just your posture can change your face. And I feel like people underestimate so much how much power we have, especially over denser matter and like physical reality and like things that um, basically our cells, isn't there that theory that your cells in your body all regenerate on average of every seven years. So if you implement new habits now, seven years from now, you will literally have a whole entire new body that has been generated by those habits, as opposed to the ones that you have had the last seven years that have been generating the body that you have right now. And so think how powerful that is. And yeah, it takes patience. Yeah, it takes commitment, but there's so much beauty and patience. And that's such a beautiful and rewarding virtue to cultivate and that's such a great um tool to have in your toolbox when it comes to building new habits because it can take a long time but um when it comes to your health I also want to say I like nerding out on health and I think that so much of health is in our daily habits and there's that concept of your health being your best investment because if you're not taking care of yourself with your habits and these little investments every day, then later on your health can deteriorate and um, it is going to be a lot higher cost then it feels just to do these little things every day. Like we said, if you instill these habits one at a time, it's just going to feel effortless. So it's basically not going to be a cost. And in fact, your life is going to be enriched because when your health is optimized, um, you benefit. And some daily habits that lead to beneficial health are getting sunlight every day, like outdoor sunlight. And I was fascinated to start learning about how our light environment affects our health and our moods and how our circadian rhythm is so important and how clear windows actually block a large portion of the beneficial light spectrum. And so getting outside, this is a habit I'm working on because I don't get outside every day. I'm very I've been in the past very indoorsy and nature is beautiful and I want to get out more, but for my health, it's so important to go out at least 10 or 15 minutes a day or 20 minutes a day. Really, that is the minimum. Getting good sleep, getting seven to nine hours of sleep is so important. And that in itself is a challenge. And I feel like I've had to instill a lot of different habits in order to even get to a point where I'm able to consistently maintain that habit of getting enough sleep every night, which is so important for health and sometimes underrated nutrition habits. So this can be supplements or just what, what we tend to eat. If we're like not in the habit of cooking for ourselves, um, our health can benefit from preparing more of our own meals or whatever feels good in your body. And I'm not a doctor, by the way. And if things don't resonate with your body, by the way, I would recommend taking the advice of your body <laughs> over what I'm saying right here. But um, I just think a lot of these things would be really beneficial for a lot of people. Um, like I love taking supplements and I know magnesium can be beneficial for a ton of people if you look into that and hydration. Hydration is so amazing. Like I remember when I was a kid, if I was ever in a bad mood or like crying, my mom would just 
have me drink a glass of water and I would feel so, so, so much better. And now I remineralize my water and minerals in your water help you stay hydrated, but don't let me go off on that. So hydration movement and movement is one of those things. Like we don't need to be sweating and running in the gym or like every day, but something that feels good to you to just move energy, get things flowing in the body that has really good health benefits. And then our mental health does impact our physical health. And regardless of physical health, mental health is very important in our its own right. But when we're talking about physical health, stress has a huge, 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 huge impact. And some mental health habits that can really minimize our stress Number one is boundaries, saying no to things that you don't want to do and saying no to things that you don't have the energy for. I feel I used to be in the habit of saying yes to things I didn't have the energy for if I was, didn't want to deal with the reaction I would get for asserting my boundary. And that is a bad habit. And that habit was bad for my health. Um, And then mindset habits, like, for example, journaling. Journaling is something that over the centuries has benefited, it seems, everyone who practices it. And I recommend just, if you're anxious, just doing a stream of consciousness for a page or a few pages and just getting everything out on paper. When I do that, I see either one of two things. Either this thing that is making me anxious is a stressful life situation and anyone in my position would be feeling the same way and that makes me feel better. Or I see this thing that is making me anxious actually doesn't seem like something I really need to be worrying about this much and that makes me feel better. But whatever happens, it's just nice to process and it's nice to have awareness. Um, And I loved what you said So those things, those are some habits that if you're doing those things and you build those habits, like your health will reap the rewards for years and decades to come. And I loved um, what you were saying, Annika, about the magic of the present. Oh my gosh. Speaking of favorite books, like The Power of Now, if you want to learn more about the power of now. (laughs) I recommend reading it. There's so much magic in the present, but um, one of the best ways to build habits is to do it right now. Like say your habit is to drink a glass of water every morning and this morning you didn't do it. Don't think like, oh, I'm going to start tomorrow morning. Go drink a glass of water right then. Like when you think of your habit, if it's the time to do it or the time has passed, do it right then. And that helps like re-instill your neural pathways. And this is the last thing that I will say. Okay, so we have an electromagnetic field, like we have an aura and your energy is going to speak for itself and it's going to impact how people, how people approach you. And, um, sometimes we are not so aware and clued in, and we're not really the masters of our own energy. And we wish we came across to people differently or better than we actually are. And depending on those people's level of awareness, it's just not possible because your energy is going to speak for itself. I saw the best quote from Miriam Husna. I am not going to be able to quote it exactly, but it's like, if someone comes up to me and their energy and they're talking to me and their energy is chaotic. Their energy is expressing that they don't know how to hold boundaries. Then their energy is already saying so much that 
I'm not really sure how seriously I want to take whatever it is that they have to say. It doesn't even matter what it is because I'm not sure that it is a reliable source for me. And so if I am trying to convince someone or convince myself that I'm something that I'm not, um, it's not going to work. But if I can think of, like Annika was saying, what the version of myself that is respected, like the version of myself that is how I want to come across, like how can I actually cultivate that? Like what type of person deserves the respect that I want? Like what qualities do I really respect in a person? And have I been putting in the effort to cultivate that quality, those qualities? And when we put our energy there towards cultivating the qualities in ourselves that um, we respect rather than like chasing after external respect, it's so, so powerful and it impacts how people approach you um, so much. Even though you might not see it as a direct cause. Like it's, it seems more of a correlation than a causation. Like this person doesn't know what I do in my morning routine, but like when I do this in my morning routine, this person treats me so differently. Like what is going on here? And it is, it's just magical. And who knows, who knows what's going on there? Like it may have a lot to do with the quantum holographic nature of reality that we have mentioned in this conversation um but experiment with it and play around with it because mm. it's so magical and it is so powerful and it just um is so great I recommend and that is all I have to say right now what do you think Annika Fill me I, in. I love the way you just ended that that was so beautiful and thank you for sharing all of those wonderful habits as well. Uh, something that was coming up for me, just the last thing you were saying was you are so right that there could be so much going on there that what, that we don't even know, but definitely I would guess that a huge portion of what's going on is you've identified things that you respect in other people. You're like, okay, I'm going to implement these things. You as a byproduct, respect yourself more. And there is this idea kind of that basically our beliefs about ourselves are completely influenced how everybody else treats us and how the world interacts around us, which is kind of another thing of the, the holographic reality, you know, like the microcosm to the macrocosm, like you freaking respect yourself. Like people are going to respect you or you, um, you know, like you're kind of like your own muse, like you, are really digging like your style and like the way you're creating art and like all of this stuff. And like, you're really like kind of inspiring yourself. Like you're going to inspire other people and so on and so on. So I love that. And I think that's such a beautiful way to view the whole thing. And a few things I wanted to say was that I feel like when I was younger, um, and even maybe, I mean, even just not so long ago, implementing these small things that like felt, they felt, it felt boring to me. And it felt also like, oh my God, what? I'm going to have to do something for 90 days. Like I want something that's going to work now because I want to be in a different place now. And I wasn't enticed by the long game and it didn't sound sparkling to me. It didn't sound fun to me. And I feel like I've just come to the realization that like life is such a long game and that the time is going to go by anyway. And like, you have no idea how fast it's actually going to feel. And the other part is that like, don't, um, don't discount the fact that 
when you're doing these little things, you can totally quantum leap and that's fun and that's sparkly and that's juicy. And you don't have to get so caught up in the fact that you want everything to be different right now. Just like do your best to make these small changes and then enjoy your life, you know, and know that these little things have the potential to make you enjoy your life even more. And it's all going to add up over time and it can be a really beautiful, fun process that you can make as fun for yourself as you want, or as simple for yourself as you want. So, uh, I also wanted to mention that I loved what you said about how you, you, you would, when you were feeling emotional, when you were younger, like your mom would give you a glass of water. I kid you not a teaching Kundalini yoga is especially for women. It's something to do with like water and the emotions. It's kind of like whenever you're feeling out of sorts, like sit down and drink a glass of water and the way that the element interacts with you, like it will immediately make a shift. So I just thought that was so fun that you had the real life example of that. Um, and I will quickly, quickly list off like three of my favorite habits. And one of them is lemon water in the morning. I just feel like it alkalizes like the whole system. I fill up like a whole Mason jar, probably like half with warm water and half with just regular temp water. So it's a little bit warm and then squeeze like half to a whole lemon in and drink it with a straw. So it doesn't mess up your teeth. And I just feel like it sets like the most beautiful foundation in my body. There are other types of little fun things you can do with your water, but adding lemon, I feel like it it's supposed to actually like make the water more alive and, um, kind of like reactivate the molecules in the water and brings, yeah, your body to like a good alkaline state every single morning. And another thing I love to do, I feel like you don't meditate and you have a hard time implementing meditation. Uh, you can pick a small number of minutes to meditate for, like you can journal, I mean, you can meditate for seven minutes and, if you get the app insight timer, it's really beautiful because you can set a little timer and you can have the like end of it be like a beautiful, like gong or like a beautiful, um, bell. And it doesn't have to be like your phone alarm. And you can also, if it's too hard for you to do it in silence, they have the option to add a little background noise. And sometimes I like to add like the ohm. It sounds like, I don't know, it sounds like deep, like monks chanting, or they also have like rivers running or anything like that. So you can make it work for you. Pick, say like, you could say, I'm going to meditate, you know, anywhere from like four to seven minutes. I really like seven. I've I mean, I go through different like journeys with meditation, but four is also really beautiful. Anytime that you're taking the time to just like connect with yourself every morning before you go into the day, like the shifts that you can experience from that one habit, I swear are quantum and it can be a lot easier and more magical than you think. And then right after a little meditation, like a really beautiful habit, I think is having like a little meditation with, with such with yourself, right. When you wake up and then, uh, immediately after just like a few sentences of, or like just a, a small list of things that you're grateful for, because that's just training your mind to be in the state of appreciation. And then it, your reality can just pull in more things that you appreciate or are grateful for. And then if you want to add a breath of fire, you can absolutely do that or do that instead of the meditation. So those are some of my favorite, like really easy, easy habits. And then one more, um, which was super hard for me to build at first. And this is just a prime example of habits becoming so much easier over time and it's cold showers. And <laughs> this is something I rich. <laughs> <laughs> this is something I originally heard about from, uh, like the Wim Hof method. Uh, but then also it's a huge and a huge piece of science in Kundalini yoga as well. Um, and first of all, like it will make your skin so glowy, so beautiful, reduce inflammation in like your whole body. It makes my hair so much more like shiny and healthy and beautiful. And it's incredible for like, for, um, like detoxifying your body for, um, oxygenating your body for, um, basically like getting like 
all like the blood, like moving in your body. And just, there's so many health benefits. I'm not going to make a fool of myself of listing them all inaccurately, but, um, look it up, look into it. I swear it'll change your life. And eventually it won't be so bad anymore. And then every time you take a warm shower, it's like a total treat or like a bath. Um, but that is where I, well, end off. Thank you so much for being with us, for sharing in the magic with us. We want to hear about your favorite habits. So in the show notes, we'll have our email. Please email us. Tell us your favorite habits. Tell us what you think about habits, any favorite tips and tricks. And we love you. Thank you for being here. And may your day be beautiful and filled with so much magic and love and grace. And so it is. Thank you, everyone. We'll talk to you next time and we cannot wait.